Did you hear the big news? We started a private university. We are rolling out a new design certificate program and a master's degree program along with our Design Suite Mastermind. We have new enrollment dates coming up for these programs. And if you want to watch a 10-minute video and learn more, go to designsuitecourses.com learn. If you have been struggling to get sales from your design work or understanding what you really need to do to make money, I have the workshop for you. On September 23rd, I'm hosting my first ever profitable designer workshop. This one day, three hour workshop is only $97, but I have a discount for all my podcast listeners. Go to KarinaGardnerCourses.com slash profit and put in the code podcast for $50 off. I can't wait to see you more profitable. Welcome to the Make and Design Podcast. I'm your host, Karina Gardner. On this podcast, we're unraveling the everyday joys and dilemmas of design, making, and business. For makers who want to be designers and for designers who are makers, this is your inside scoop to help you grow your business and bring more creativity to your life. Hey guys, today I'm here with um, Dara Thomason. Again, you guys, if you want to check out the last episode we did, it is awesome. This one, I'm, I have a feeling a lot of you have been waiting to hear this because she has specialty in a lot of different areas, but in particular, free motion quilting and weight loss, which seems like a crazy combination, but she's going to talk to us about it today. She um, is going to give us lots of tips and tricks. I'm just going to hand it over to her because she like we we've been talking between just like before and after. And it's seriously so fun to talk to her. She just has so many things that I know you guys want to hear. So tips and tricks. Should we start with the free motion quilting? Totally. Okay. Tell us some of your favorite tips and tricks. Okay. So one of the biggest things with free motion quilting, and I know all of you are going to say this is you don't want to wreck your quilt. You have fear and that's totally fine. So just embrace the fear. Let it be in you. It's not a problem. Okay. So one of the things to think about is the first thing is whenever I see a quilt, I say, what is the purpose of this quilt? So now I know, okay. So, cause you know what, there's nothing wrong with a walking foot. And in fact, pretty much all sewing machines come with walking foots, feet. I don't know if it's feet or foot. <laughs> as soon as you said it, I was like, is it foot or is it feet? <laughs> walking, walking foots. And so you can just do that. Okay. There's nothing wrong with stitch in the ditch and some quilts utilitarian, not a problem. Um, so decide what the purpose of the quilt is. And so that's one thing I always ask uh, myself and, and ask my clients to think about what is the purpose of it. Okay. Second of all, you've never done this skill before. So anytime you're going to learn a new skill, you have to start with the basics and you have to give yourself a lot of permission to just learn how to do it. Okay. And so I do have some books out there that are really helpful. I have a beginner free motion quilting guide and book, and it gives you actually workouts that you can do to build your stamina. So just like anytime you learn anything new, like cooking or whatever it is, quilting, <laughs> you're going to learn from the basics. So that's one thing to remember. The next thing to do is to remember is just like when we learn to drive, we created muscle memory and we have foundational information. 
So we just can stay with the basics. Like this is what we need to do. And this is how we're going to create our muscle memory. And so this is what I have done. And I actually have boxes of U-Haul paper in my closet. And every time I taught a class, this is what I would do. I would give you a giant piece of U-Haul paper. Is that like thick butcher paper? Like what yeah, is that? Thick, it's like yeah, butcher like, paper. You know, when you pack your, ta- you pack your plates and your glasses, it's just that kind of um, newspaper print. That's basically what it is. And I would just give myself permission to draw. And so you can fold it up into sixes um, and then you just get a clipboard and you can watch a movie and you can just draw. And, and you're, do, you're, wait, you're drawing with your hand though, right? You're not doing it with a sewing machine yet. You're doing with a pen. And I actually recommend you using a fine tip pen. Even if you, uh, I have, trust me, I've tried all the different pens and I find that a nice fine tip pen with a little bit of a, so when you first start even using a Crayola, like a regular, you know, grade one, grade two, kind of marker is a good idea. The thicker the tip, the easier it is on your hand. It doesn't have so much um, uh, pressure on your hand. And then you can just draw. And the biggest thing is don't lift up your hand. So you're just practicing having motion, doing designs, and they don't have to be beautiful, but you're just teaching your brain that you are going to just do a continuous line. So one of the things I, I I can offer to you, and you're going to show you're going to do the link in your YouTube channel. Yes. Is I did a 31 day doodle challenge and that was so successful that CNT picked it up and they have, we have published a book, which comes out September of 2021. Okay. So you guys, I am going to put this link so that you have it. I'm going to put it into the podcast notes for you. Okay. And so there's 31 days. I'm just talking to you and you could do it. It's actually almost everything that's in the book. But the book is just so much nicer to just give you more support because there's lots of tips and tricks and, and different things. And then there's also a workbook that also goes along with it. So there's, there's two books. Um, but that is something I want to encourage all of you to do. It's very um, easy. You don't have to unpick anything. For those of you who suffer from a bit of perfection, it's not a problem. We can just recycle that paper it, it, you can use it to start a fire. <laughs> it's if the drawing was that bad, use it to do the fire. Otherwise, just recycle it. Fine. It's fine. Um, but then stepping up after you do that for a while, getting a doodle book actually is a really good idea because then you can document all these wonderful designs and you can even go back to, I have, I have a whole bunch. I have a whole section actually in my bookcase for all my doodle books over the years. And even though I would, I had these ideas, I wasn't, I didn't have the muscle memory yet or the, the finesse, I can go back to those designs. And when I, now that my skills are so good, I'm like, oh, that's, I liked my idea. And now I actually have the skill set to execute that. Yeah. So it's like so, an execution thing at this point. Yeah. So there's zero judgment. And what happens is your brain gets this ability to start to create something that it never did before. But when we can give ourselves lots of patience and kindness and time, you will be able to have success. So those are some of my tips and tricks. Do you have any other questions? Yeah, I do. I'm curious about how long, like, okay, so you first started doing it. Did you feel like you were good to begin with, or did you think you were terrible? Terrible. 
absolutely terrible. In fact, there is a quilt. It was the most beautiful fabric and I loved it. And it was a stitch along. And um, I was a queen size on my domestic. I used the wrong thread. I used serger thread. I thought, oh, serger thread, that's really inexpensive. So I didn't know about tension. I didn't know about any of that. I trying to do something pretty and flowy. It's awful. But my, I made that for my daughter when she was six and she is almost 17. And there's been several times where I have wanted to get out a stitch ripper and unpick the whole thing. Unpick a whole queen quilt. I was going to do that several times, but we have to start somewhere. We have to celebrate ourselves all along the way. And so you just got, you just got to give yourself permission. And if you are really worried about it, just go and do a whole bunch of charity quilts. That's a good idea. Or, or it, some people get offended when I say that because they think charity quilts, but truly. So if you really, one of the things I say to my clients, uh, all my students, I say, go to your stash with all the ugliest fabric. You're like, I don't know why I bought that fabric or someone which happens often to me is people there someone has died in their family or they're downsizing and they bring me all their old fabric that I would never have chosen but I make quilt sandwiches and I practice and practice and then you can just surge the edges of those quilt sandwiches usually like a 20 inch square is a really good idea so it's like you know half of uh, uh, the width of the fabric and then you can donate them to the SPCA the SPCA tell me about that what's that that's like a dog shelter. Oh, that's awesome. We call them SPCAs in Canada. So, um, and then you feel like you're a really good human. You've used up all that old batting that's just been laying around and you used up all this ugly fabric that you would, I also have done this with, with sheets in my linen closet. Okay. Out sheets that I'm like, why do we have these sheets? We don't have beds that fit these sheets or they're outdated or whatever. And then I just cut them up and that's another. Uh, okay. really- that's an amazing tip. And I'd never even thought of it because the dogs don't care how you machine quilt it. They're not going to be picky. They're going to be happy that there's like a soft little quilt there. Okay. That is an amazing tip. Okay. So let's move on to the weight loss, which seems like a funny, okay, seriously. I hadn't know this. I didn't even really know this part of Dara's story, but like this, like, overlap I think is amazing like seriously the quilting piece plus the weight loss piece so tell us tell us how you got into it okay first of all second of all then tell us some of your tips and tricks for it right so um I we we had a move I wasn't very happy um in the past I would lose weight gain weight lose weight gain weight you know most and I had five babies and all the story etc etc um but I also had a, an injury. I had a, a bursitis in my hip, so I couldn't run like I used to. And I just felt like everything was going against me and I was in a really bad headspace. And I felt like uh, pre-menopause, all of that, I couldn't lose weight. I felt like I was really, really stuck. And um, when I met this life coach, she helped me with the tools to see what was going on in my brain. And so when I could start getting honest with myself and learn these tools, Um, I was able to lose 30 pounds in a matter of, so it was like August, 2018 to like May of 2019. And I was so proud of myself. 
I had lost 30 pounds. I felt so good. I was above what I had been when I got married, but I thought, you know what? It's fine. I, this is amazing weight. And then what happened was I just started, I kept using the tools and I didn't feel like I needed to lose any more weight. And then by December, I had lost, I'd lost another 20 pounds. Oh my gosh. And I was like less than I was when I got married. And I, I couldn't believe it because the thing was, I realized that I was just loving myself. I didn't have all these expectations on myself. I wasn't being beating myself up. I didn't have all this negative thought. And so I had so much more energy to be creative and to build businesses and travel and teach people quilting and to help people lose. I started a weight loss thing with for quilters and I was just having so much fun. And, the, and every time I stepped on a scale, I was like, oh my goodness, I just keep losing more weight because I was just focusing on loving this beautiful body that we have. And so one of the things that I, I want to share with you all is that if you don't like something, like let's say you have a really old junky sewing machine. And you, like, do you take very good care of that old junky sewing machine? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so like if it has a problem, you might be mean to it or you don't, you know, you don't dust it off and you maybe not take Let's it take it in to get it cleaned or whatever you definitely don't like put it in a seat belt when you transport it you're like i'll oh, just you know check it so if we have all these really terrible thoughts about our body and we have this really negative relationship we're not going to treat it very well and so of course it just gets worse and worse um but the problem is if we don't understand how that sewing machine works like we don't if you don't understand weight loss and you feel really like overwhelmed with it. And it just feels really complicated. And I, I actually thought you had to hire like a personal trainer for, and you had to spend hours in the gym every day. And I had to get like a, a chef and I had to take my blood work all the time and have doctors and specialists look at me. And like, I really just felt like it was just totally out of my control. But weight loss science is simple. Emotions are not a problem. They're actually like the key to the universe. And we can just create a future version of ourselves. Just like, it's like a skill, just like learning to make a half square triangle. It's really not that hard. So that is why I started the weight loss for, and I just love quilters and all my people are quilters. And so it's so much fun to see my uh, clients because one of the things they say to me is they say, you know, Derek, you really shouldn't call yourself a weight loss coach for quilters. You should call yourself like a productivity coach or, coach or a, like make your life better coach because you, they think I'm selling myself short with the weight loss. But I want you just to like the way I'm talking right now is probably you've never heard people talk about weight loss in this way before. And so just like a junky old sewing machine, if you treat her like a junky old sewing machine, did you know that she could actually make a beautiful quilt if you got her all dolled up and, you know, took her to the shop and got all the, you know, oiled and cleaned and everything. Her tension could be just beautiful. And it's the same thing for ourselves. Yeah. I love that. So, so awesome. You guys, I hope that you're listening and really like feeling what Dara has to say, because it really is true. It's the same for our businesses as our bodies, as our sewing. It, I mean, I think it really reflects a lot about what's going on in our lives. Um, 
Kate, Dara, if people want to find you and want to learn more about any of the things that you're doing, all the tips and tricks for motion quilting, all the tips and tricks for weight loss or productivity, where can they find you? Well, I really like Instagram. It's really fun. And I really love doing stories on Instagram and I just am starting to learn how to do reels. So that's kind of a fun challenge for myself. Um, so Instagram for sure, Dara Thomason, so you can find me there. And I'll, I'll have a link in the notes, you guys. Kate, I'm so glad you came. I'm so glad I got to talk to you. This is like a little bit of selfishness on my own part because we haven't connected for a while. So this was really fun. Um, you guys go check her out and we will talk soon. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, did you know that you can visit me at makeanddesign.com to learn more about this podcast and join my VIP group for weekly freebies? I can't wait to see you there.